so we we are going to go into the word and see what god has to speak to us and then we will pray take some time and pray for some points and um, uh, so let's go so last uh, friday last friday we covered something very important about uh, many of uh, many of us um which is which is uh, applicable to my life last time what we what we saw about elijah and jezebel and uh, we we saw that how elijah after his ministry on the mountain of carmel he lost a track of where he had to go after that so he was hovering around jezreel that gave the advantage to the enemy that is jezebel to kill elijah so the spirit of god ushered him then the angels came and they were ushering elijah strengthening elijah to leave that place as soon as possible and to go where to the mountain of horeb okay so i told you that elijah was uh, not a man of the pulpit he was the man of hiding so he used to stay in hiding place that that gave him the advantage that every prophet all the prophets of israel were killed by jezebel <coughs> and hundred of them were were uh, led into hiding in a cave by obadiah but elijah was the one when everyone was killed elijah was the one alive and he was operating in the realms of god he was operating yeah, he was in active service with god and used by god why because he knew the place of hiding he knew how to hide in god so that's very important that believers should not lose a track of their hiding place uh, even when we get too much into ministry and we think that oh we are doing the work of god we are doing it for god uh, but but do not forget do not lose a track of your hiding place otherwise a believer who is for long out of the hiding place and uh, who is on mount carmel do, do, doing various types of ministry power ministry bringing down fire healing people but when you lose uh, when you don't go on time to your hiding place the enemy has an advantage and he can trace you and attack you that is what happened with elijah okay hallelujah are we here tonight all of us <clears throat> let's go to numbers chapter 11 <coughs> most of uh, what we are going to hear from god tonight will be from will be from numbers chapter 11 that is the chapter we are going to read okay so let me give you a background before reading starting off with numbers chapter 11 now in numbers chapter 10 what is happening in numbers chapter 10 is israel is moving on to possess the land of canaan the promised land and in numbers chapter 10 before the 11th chapter the 10th chapter what happens is they are departing from the wilderness of sinai or sinai so as uh, uh, they they are marching on and soon they are going to enter and possess by led by god enter and possess the land of what canaan that flows with milk and honey honey and that is the promised land so they are on the verge to enter the promises of god they are on the verge to enter prosperity and enter rest the land that the lord has promised them where they will occupy their land and they will be the one possessing the land and 
uh, not any pharaoh or egypt but they will be the they will be the uh, people who will inherit that land god will give them as inheritance so they are very in numbers chapter 11 sorry in numbers chapter 10 they are departing from sinai the wilderness of sinai and they are marching on so now let's read from numbers chapter 11 <coughs> now when the people complained it displeased the lord for the lord heard it and his anger was aroused so the fire of the lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp then the people cried out to moses and when moses prayed to the lord the fire was quenched so when they are marching on and they left the wilderness of sinai to march on to the wilderness of paran what happened in numbers 11 is they started to complain and because of the complaining the lord's anger was aroused and the lord's fire was released on people and when moses prayed the fire of the lord was quenched okay now we will go ahead now listen to me carefully now moses uh the man moses the man of god god has placed a spirit upon moses a spirit that can carry the burden of 6000 families the people that came out of egypt were 6000 men on foot means only the men that means 6 600000 sorry 600000 families so it will be around uh, uh, about 1 million people so god had placed a anointing a spirit on moses that was able to bear the burden not carrying the physical burden but able to bear the burden of interceding of 600000 families okay that was the anointing on moses we will come to that it is there in numbers chapter 11 okay so time and again time and again time and again when those 600000 people some of them complained sometimes some of them complained and cribbed about oh we don't have water oh we don't have this oh we want to go back to egypt oh we want to do this and when they were sinning against the lord so moses was the one carrying the anointing of intercession who would go to god and say for and and plead for those people to to let god subside from his anger and uh, so so uh, you see god is a god full of love and compassion he is slow to anger and abundant in mercy but for him to show forth his mercy and love towards his people and not consume his people in anger there needs to be a man in the flesh standing in the gap between the people and god there needs to be a man who who is able to subside the anger of god and change the mind of god so that that is one of the that is one of the very important and revelatory insight about what intercession does and intercession is done by anointing it's it's done by the holy spirit so i am telling you moses had a anointing upon him that could carry the burden of 600000 families do you know jesus has a anointing on him which can carry the he can carry the burden of the whole world hallelujah 
does anyone know what is the population of the world i i don't know maybe we will google it out afterwards so do you know it's 7 billion million billion okay so whatever it's it's a i we know it's a large population so jesus has the anointing the spirit upon jesus is that is there to carry the burden of the whole world you know apart from the unbelievers even among believers there are so many believer let's say about 90% of the believer who know jesus but still are in the world still don't listen to jesus they crib they complain like the people of israel but jesus bears their burden jesus bears with them so he has the anointing to bear that so hallelujah are we understanding people of god until now okay so moses had that anointing okay so here what is happening is numbers chapter 11 <coughs> moses again interceded in verse 2 cried out to the people cried out to moses and when moses prayed to the lord the fire was quenched so the people the people were being killed but but moses pr- cried out to lord moses prayed to the lord and god ceased b- uh, burning the people or ceased from releasing his fire on people to burn or destroy them okay let's go to verse 3 so he called the name of the place tabera because the fire of the lord had burned among them verse 4 now from verse 4 is starts our topic for tonight okay please 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 lend your ears to the holy spirit now verse 4 now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving underline intense craving in your bible whatever is the word for intense craving in your version underline that what did they do they yielded to intense craving so the children of israel also wept again and said who will give give us meat to eat so the craving intense craving came out of their stomach out of their flesh for what to have meat they want to eat meat now okay the fire is not enough they want meat so uh, they they want meat now verse five we remember the fish which we ate freely in egypt Re- remember this now m- many years have passed away they are out of egypt and they are far away from egypt they are close to their god odin land god odin promise they are going to enter that that promise and still now first of all what the bible said in verse 4 first of all their flesh started to crave there was a intense craving of the flesh okay it's not that you can stop the flesh from craving we cannot stop the flesh from craving but verse 4 says that they yielded to the craving of the flesh there is the problem yielding to the craving of the flesh and when they yielded to the craving of the flesh was why their mind went into the past things what were the things the food that they enjoyed in bondage when they were in egypt hallelujah people of god are you here hallelujah apart from the one who are on the screen are you guys here amen <coughs> okay amen hallelujah so so listen to me listen to me so if you give into the okay first of all 
फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल द क्रेविंग ऑफ द फ्लैश एवरी पर्सन द फ्लैश विल क्रेव फॉर द थिंग्स ऑफ द फ्लैश फॉर द थिंग्स ऑफ द वर्ल्ड बट आर जॉब इज नॉट टू यील्ड टू द क्रेविंग ऑफ द फ्लैश बट टू रेजिस्ट द क्रेविंग ऑफ द फ्लैश राइट एट डाउन ओके द क्रेविंग ऑफ द फ्लैश शेल नॉट बी यील्डेड टू बट इट शुड बी रेजिस्टेड यू शुड स्टॉप इट ओके ओके द सेकेंड थिंग इज द पीपल लेट्स गो अड let's go ahead on verse 6 let's go for on verse 6 but now our whole being is dried up there is nothing at all, at all except this mana before our eyes so what is happening here mana refers to the food that god intends to give his people the food from heaven okay mana refers to the spiritual food it also refers to the word of god that comes afresh every morning which cannot be eaten tomorrow you have to eat the manna for that day that very day you cannot store it up so it refers it is like the word of god it is like the voice of god it is like the bread from heaven manna okay and the bible says that if you will keep that manna for tomorrow worms will come and spoil it out so the manna the manna that you collect for today shall be sufficient for you today and next morning you go for the fresh one so that will keep you on your toes that means for every day you have to come to me for your for your for your existence on this earth you have to depend on me every day how many of you remember the lord's prayer it says that our father in heaven Hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven and give us this day a, bre- a a supply for one year no our daily bread only today's bread it's enough so that that means that means tomorrow i have to go to god again for the supply of my needs are we together until now okay stay with me very carefully listen to me so here mana refers to the word of god mana refers from uh, to the supply that god is given giving to his people now what these people are saying that but now verse 6 we want to eat meat our flesh is craving for meat and we remember what <coughs> the fish that we ate freely in egypt cucumbers melons the leeks the onions and the garlic in verse 5 but now our whole being is dried up there is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes that means the people were unsatisfied in the flesh but they were satisfied and full with god's food and they did not wanted to move and have the food from god rather yield and satisfy their flesh that is the danger hallelujah because many will say oh brother rahul is saying don't eat food i am not saying don't eat food i am saying that let your let your flesh not arise over your spiritual needs what was happening is the people of israel were satisfied with manna they did not wanted manna they were saying oh our being is dried up how much more we will take in this manna the food that god is giving us it's enough is enough we don't want this manna we our flesh is craving we want meat now hallelujah <coughs> so the danger is 
where your when your flesh starts to become unsatisfied and your spirit starts to become satisfied that is the danger your spirit shall never become satisfied remember that if you want to crave for something crave for the word of god crave for the presence of god crave for the joy to, of the lord to fill you crave, crave for the holy spirit to fill you crave that you will have encounters with the lord so your spirit shall never be satisfied there should be always a unsatisfactory feeling in your spirit that means you are moving ahead in the spirit and you are taming your flesh but the day your spirit becomes satisfied and your flesh becomes unsatisfied and you start to yield to the cravings of your flesh hallelujah you are on your way to invite demonic spirits to 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 possess and to control your life hallelujah are we together are we understanding till now <coughs> so the people were unsatisfied in the flesh but they were satisfied and full with god's food that is manna they were saying our whole being is dried up and we no longer want any food to us okay now the next thing is the next thing is if you give if you yield to the cravings of your flesh it will make you think and love the things that the devil has in store for you especially the things of the past bondage so <clears throat> when their flesh started to crave when they had started a intense craving of the flesh they wanted to eat meat verse 5 let me read that again verse 4 says now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving okay okay thank you lord so uh where i where was where were we so let me read verse 4 numbers chapter 11 verse 4 let me read that verse again now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving so the children of israel also wept again and said who will give us meat to eat we remember the fish which we ate freely in egypt the cucumbers the melons the leeks the onions and the garlic so as soon as they yielded to the cravings of the flesh their mind went into the things of the devil how pharaoh fed them with all the good things of egypt how they enjoyed cucumbers fish and what not leeks and garlics in the in the in the land of egypt so this is what happens to a believer who is walking with the lord but who gets a hang of the flesh and who who starts to crave for the flesh he says oh i don't I, what the word of god what to sit for a meeting what to pray and pray and pray i want to do these things i want these things what the flesh wants and immediately when you crave for the flesh your mind will go in the same things that you enjoyed when you were in bondage when you when you were not with christ believers who are saved from sin they gave up drinking alcohol they gave up smoking they gave up watching pornography they gave up laying around with women and now at a point of their life when they are satisfied with god they are satisfied with jesus but now they are getting unsatisfied in the flesh and they start to say i want to watch tv i want to this i want that oh this i want this when they yield to the cravings of the flesh what happens is that flesh initiates their mind to love the things of the devil to love the things of egypt to love the things of pharaoh are we together 
are we understanding something okay okay let me take you to to a verse ezekiel chapter 16 ezekiel chapter 16 <coughs> let's go there and verse i think the verse let me see which verse is that ezekiel chapter number 16 and verse 49 yeah 49 okay look this was the iniquity of your sister sodom she and her daughter had pride fullness of food and abundance of idleness hallelujah what the iniquity of your sister sodom you know what sodom used to do there were there was sexual immorality in sodom when the angels came the angels of god from heaven the people the men of sodom wanted to lay with the sleep with the angels of god okay that was the kind of that city sodom sexual immorality people had uncontrollable sexual sexual desires but the the book of ezekiel is not pointing out to the homosexual sins or the sexual immorality it is saying the sin of sodom was what pride fullness of food that means they used to yield to the cravings of the flesh yeah yield to the cravings of the flesh i am not saying don't eat food from now but i what 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 the people of israel started to do is they started they stopped filling their spirit and they started to fill their flesh they became satisfied with god but they were unsatisfied in the flesh but it will it should be the other way around we should be we should be content in the flesh and unsatisfied with the things of the spirit are we together okay so <clears throat> when the people of israel yielded to the craving of the flesh verse 5 says they said we remember the fish we ate freely in egypt has it ever happened to you believer child of god that you are at a point with god walking with god and suddenly when you start to yield to the craving of the flesh you start to think oh i remember how i enjoyed with my girlfriend back when i did not knew jesus oh i remember how i enjoyed with my friends oh i like those things oh my that is a dangerous position a believer can be hallelujah and it all starts with yielding to the craving of the flesh yielding to the craving of the flesh hallelujah so don't agree and act as per the craving of the flesh but resist it resisted what we need to do as believers we need to realize that don't stop eating food hallelujah but regularly starve your flesh of food regularly maybe once in a week if you are working as the holy spirit leads once every week fast don't let your flesh the craving of your flesh that's why the that's why one of the reason of fasting is that that we starve our flesh Hallelujah. Do you know the way God works in my life is if I am not on a regular fasting and praying throughout the month if I am not fasting and praying throughout the month I I I cannot I am not able to connect and with God as I should. I am not able to have the encounters that I have. 
if I am not fasting. <coughs> I have to starve my flesh when I want to go into the deep realms of God. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Your stomach is the biggest enemy of your destiny in God. Your flesh, your flesh, your flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. The people of Israel, the problem with them was they could not wait. Just after crossing the border, just after, after crossing the border of the wilderness, they will enter into the land of Canaan and then they can enjoy those things. But this is the time when they are in the wilderness. This is the time to fast and only eat manna, only eat manna. But, but before crossing the border, they wanted to have what? Meat. They wanted to have meat. Okay, let's let's go to a verse in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. You got to understand how God gives you. How does God gives us or how does God supplies our needs? <coughs> Philippians 4.19. Does anyone know the verse by art? Philippians 4.19. It's a famous verse. God supply our needs according to his riches and yeah. Amen. So let's go to that verse. Open your Bible. It says, And my God shall supply all Yeah. Amen. So let's go to that verse. Open your Bible. It says, And my God shall supply all your needs. Underline this one according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Underline that. The supply of needs will be according to God's riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So God will not supply your needs as per your flesh, as per the cravings of your flesh. Your flesh may crave, your human desire may crave and want many things. It does not say God will, God will fulfill your wants. It says God will supply your needs according to his riches. Okay, according to <coughs> his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So God will not satisfy the cravings of your flesh. That is not what God does. Or God will not fulfill your wants. But God will supply what? Your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Let me explain this to you with an example. A person who is hired in a company at an associate level. The company will not pay the person the salary of a CEO. That person who is hired at an associate level will be paid as per the level in which he is working, that he is an associate. Are we, are we together? But for him to, if he wants the salary of a CEO, what he needs to do is, he needs to work hard and he needs to prove himself get promoted to the levels and go to the level of a CEO and when he raises himself and gets promoted to the level of a CEO at that time he will be paid a salary as per the salary of, of the CEO and that is how happens in God's kingdom God will supply your needs as per the level you are in Hallelujah There are standards and classes you you rise in God's kingdom. If you are in the first grade in God's kingdom, the things that he will supply to you 
will be as per the first grade as per the associate level but when you start to invest more time in this company called god's kingdom more time you were praying in the first grade for 15 minutes but you raised your prayer time to 45 minutes and then god god promotes you to the next level and he increases the supply as per his riches he increases the supply in your life are we together people of god oh my hallelujah and then when you from 45 minutes you go to 2 hours when you invest more time more time more time in god he will he will promote you in the levels of the spirit and your supply will increase not only the financial supply not only the supply of food but also the supply of the anointing of god will increase on your head the oil will start to increase the more you start investing in god's kingdom the more of your energy the more of your time the more of your efforts you start to increase the supply will start to increase so it was not time for israel to eat meat in the wilderness because they had not attained to a stature it was only that they should survive on manna and go on a fast until they prom- get get promoted to the promised land and then they want to they whatever they want to eat they can eat there in the promised land of canaan but until that they should fast but before their promotion they started to crave before the increment the company gives them they started to rebel against the company that at this associate level i want a salary of a ceo oh my god people are you listening i think some of you are disconnected even as i'm speaking now maka to your also hallelujah are you guys understanding yes we are okay yeah k always k is attentive i am talking about other people here oh my god listen to me yes yes no <coughs> yeah okay so so i am trying to explain you taking you deep into that verse T- taking you deep what is happening there i am not saying stop eating food okay stop stop uh, eating chocolate stop eating ice cream you can enjoy your ice cream you can go in the ice cream parlor enjoy your ice cream but <clears throat> but at the same time at the same time never be unsatisfied uh, never ne- never be satisfied with the things of god when you stop fill when you stop yourself to be being filled by the spirit of god by the word of god and start more going towards the craving of the flesh that is the danger okay from a month from a month you are working saturday sunday you are going to picnic with your unbelieving friends they are smoking drinking next week you are working and another saturday sunday another friend came to you and told you oh let's go this place this is a wonderful place then the next saturday sunday you got a holiday you are not going to church from one month you are not going to your church from one month you are not going to the prayer meeting from one month every week every week some or, or the other comes up and you for, for now now after one month next two months you are not opening the bible and you are going in the world what will happen after two months is my god you will become dry the people of israel said oh we are we are satisfied with manna our being has become dried and we want meat and then you will find yourself in a place where you shouldn't be as per god because you yielded continuously 
to the cravings of your flesh you yielded continuously to the things of the world hallelujah amen you we cannot we cannot be in the first grade in god's kingdom and ask things that is that belongs to a 10th grade person no 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 you have to grow to the levels and then the supply will increase to you the problem here with the people of israel it was not time for them to eat meat it was not time for them hallelujah are we understanding guys okay i know you you see you see i i had been in the prophetic from a long time from at the, at the age of 26 i the lord started to open my eyes i started to see so from from few, from around 4 5 years i had been in the prophetic and in the beginning of the years i used to prophesy on people like uh, you are not supposed to stay in this hut you are supposed to stay in a five bedroom bungalow a five bedroom villa a house but later the lord stopped me from doing such prophecy i used to encourage people by doing such prophecy when i saw a person walking on the you, you do you have a car no you should not walk on the streets you should have a car so that i i used to encourage and i used to prophesy like that in the beginning when i got the gift because i i was in that prophetic moment where people but but later i realized the holy spirit corrected me hallelujah even if you give a beggar 10 million dollars the beggar will destroy that 10 million dollars in one day because he does not has the mindset he does not has the mindset to handle that kind of money hallelujah so what the lord told me what what i would do is i will prepare their minds first to receive uh, to 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 handle what i am going to give you and then i will give those person so the reason the one of the reason is not the devil stopping our finances one of the reason is not the devil not letting us grow in the anointing one of the reason is we are not growing in the spirit to receive higher things from god hallelujah are we understanding so we 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 cannot blame the devil oh my devil is doing this devil is when we invest more time in this company called the kingdom of god god will elevate us from a associate he will elevate you to a team leader from a team leader he will elevate you to a manager from a manager to a senior manager and then your supply will increase your you know the territory in which your influence is that will increase and that how that is how believers grow in this kingdom but believers who are at the associate level and they crave for the things of the of of the of the uh, for the things that is that is being received at a higher level then those things if it comes to you will destroy you that is what happened with the people of israel they got the meat but the meat when they ate the meat a plague struck them by the lord and they were killed and they buried their bodies in the desert hallelujah so what is your what, what should be your prayer your prayer should be philippians 4:19 god supply my needs according to you according to where i am with you and second point should be lord for i want to invest more in your kingdom you want to operate in the healing anointing you want cars you want villas okay all those things are good you want to live a like god also wants you to live a luxurious life <coughs> but the problem of the prosperity gospel is they only preach prosperity 
they excite people in the flesh oh god wants to give you a car god wants to give you 10 million dollars god wants to give you 20 million dollars oh you should not stay in that hut you should stay in a big house and what happens is that gives rise to greed and not to not to prosperity with with contentment godliness with contentment is a great gain first uh, first what uh, where is that verse let's go there first timothy chapter 6 First Timothy chapter 6. So, so I stopped prophesying like that. I no longer prophesy like that. When Before I prophesy on people, I will see at what state the level the person is at. And then what I will encourage that person is to not to crave for a, for a big house, not to crave for 10 million dollars, but to crave for the presence of God, to increase their prayer life, their stature with God. So when they increase with God, their supply will increase, your supply will increase, your supply will increase. When I started with God, my family was in debts. When I started to walk with God, attacks on my family, no honor. People used to insult us. But I kept quiet and I started to pray, 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 spend more time with God. I used to go to work. I used to do night shifts, come, come back from the night shift at around 9 o'clock in the morning and then spend spend more um, four hours with the Lord sleep in the afternoon get up again read the Bible when I go, used to go to work I would read the Bible read the Bible read the Bible read the Bible no one used to ask me how are you because my stature was very low in the spirit but when I started to invest my time my energy my everything in the kingdom of God God started to raise me up raise me up raise me up raise me up I started with arranging chairs in a church. I used to go in the church, arrange the chairs, put the speakers, connect the wires, sit in the church. No one used to come but sit in the church, wait for people. For three whole years, I did that work in the church without any stage. Hallelujah. What are you doing for God? For you to get elevated in the kingdom of God. You are spending hours in your office. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, you give the secondary treatment to God. (laughs) How will you rise? How God will be able to elevate you? Tell me. What, 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 what is happening to us is we are, we, are getting, <coughs> we are getting so unsatisfied in the flesh. But 1 Timothy, let's go there. 1 Timothy chapter <coughs> 6. Chapter 6, verse 6. What does it say? Now, godliness with contentment is great gain everyone say godliness with contentment is great gain which contentment it speaks about it's not it, it's talking about contentment at the level you are you know you 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 want to gain more but you don't want to grow you want to receive more and more and more God, I want this. God, I want a job. I want a job that plays, uh, that pays me millions of dollars. I want the car. I want a beautiful wife. But you don't want to increase. You want to, God to feed you, feed you, feed you. If that happens, you become fat. You become obese in the spirit. And that blessing that you are wanting from God, that blessing when you get it, it will become a curse for you. That is what happened with the people of Israel. They craved for meat and they said, Oh, we want meat. We want meat. And we remember how we were fed timely, freely. We ate fish. We ate cucumbers. We ate melons. 
so they are complaining god god the life i am living with you is 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 horrible is miserable my past life was better than my current life when when i was not with you my life was good that is how christians have become oh my makato yara bakatara are we understanding now okay so let's go ahead people let's go back to numbers chapter 11 <coughs> i need to keep a track of time so that i can cover everything what god has to speak today so numbers chapter 11 numbers chapter 11 let's go ahead now now verse 7 now the manna was like the korean like coriander seed and its color like the color of dillium the people went about and gathered it and ground it on mill millstones or beat it in the mortar cooked it in pans and made cakes of it and its taste was like the taste of pastry prepared with oil and when the dew fell on the camp in the night the manna fell on it <coughs> verse 10 then moses heard the people weeping throughout their families everyone at the door of his tent and the anger of the lord was greatly aroused moses also was displeased so moses so moses said to the lord why have you afflicted your servant and why i have not found favor in your sight that you laid the burden of all this people on me <coughs> okay now coming to the anointing of intercession okay so here what is happening in the night whole night people are crying weeping whole night why because the craving of the flesh was so intensive and they yielded to the craving of the flesh that they were not able to sleep whole night and they were weeping not for the lord but because to they wanted to fill their stomachs hallelujah you know in the beginning when i started ministry uh, and i used to do meetings uh, people used to come in the meetings and uh, when i used to preach i saw many of them crying weeping ah, and then i thought listen listen then i thought that um, oh my preaching because because i am standing here the holy spirit is touching them but it was not so i i, I thought oh my god i was so excited when they were crying because i thought i am preaching here and the holy spirit is touching the lives of people and they are crying so after a year the lord told me don't be taken away by the crying of people many of them you think that they are crying because i i am not touching them they are crying because of their own burdens they are crying because their flesh is not satisfied they are crying because they are wounded in their in their hearts and and they they are crying in their bitterness against some person yeah hallelujah L- lately a lady came to our church here in india and when the worship goes on she cries and she speaks in a language so the first day she cried and her crying and speaking in tongues was so loud that the worship leader was silenced and the music was silenced so loudly so the worship leader in my church thought oh my because of the worship the holy spirit is touching that person so the first day that happened and they thought they are she is speaking in tongues listen to me then the second day uh, again she did that and what she was doing was creating disturbance in the worship in our church So I inquired of the Lord and the Lord told me I told Lord Lord are you touching is she praying under the influence of the Holy Spirit because she is disturbing the church 
the lord told me no 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 she is not speaking speaking in tongues she is speaking in her native native language cursing her husband because the husband has left her so she she is praying out of the bitterness and the agony of her heart and the worship and we are thinking oh the holy spirit <laughs> so are you understanding guys so then so i am very careful when people cry in a meeting i want to locate why they are crying is the holy spirit touching them or are they crying because of the craving of their flesh so here the craving of their flesh became so strong that whole night they were crying oh we want meat we want meat and that, that is how people i am telling you christians in a meeting they cry aloud why not not i want god i want that property i want that property pro- prophet prophesy against my enemy so that i can get hold of that prophet property <laughs> that is why they cry intense craving of the flesh can make someone cry and weep uncontrollable cry hallelujah <laughs> oh my <coughs> okay let's go ahead so these people in worst and they were weeping throughout the family uh, throughout their families everyone at the door of their tent and hearing this the anger of the lord was aroused and moses also was angry by the way that so god was displeased with this people okay so what moses said moses said to the lord why have you afflicted your servant and why have i not found favor in your sight that you laid the burden of all this people on me did i conceive all this people did i beget them that you should say to me carry them in your bosom as a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to their fathers where am i to get meat to give to all this people for they weep all over me saying give us meat that we may eat meat they that we may eat uh, that we may eat so they were all over moses everyone was bothering moses 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 give us meat and they were crying moses and that is how is the condition of the church we think the holy spirit is 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 in the church and people are crying they are not crying because they need god they are crying i want property prophet prophesy give me property prophet do something that is what happens in today's church do something papa they also called papa <laughs> and if you take a survey of how many times they na- take the name of god and how many take times they take the name of their papa you will see a ratio of 95% to 5% 5% they take the name of jesus and 95% they praise their papa the man of god who is just a human being hallelujah craving of the flesh people in the church have become fleshly giants who want the things of the flesh i want that breakthrough i want that money is stuck that person has taken my money i want you know i i told this story many times a person a lady came in our church and after the church they they come to pray to be prayed so she came to me <coughs> she came to me and she said to me my money is stuck there please pray prophesy and release it so before i could pray and release the money i asked the holy spirit should lord how should i pray should i re- and the holy spirit told me stop 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 ask her where she has invested the money and i inquired of her where do you, where, where have you invested where is the money stuck then she told that money is stuck in a gambling in a in something like a gambling in india so there he has she has invested the money and she she lost her money in the gambling someone took her money there in the gambling and she is coming to me and asking me to release that money 
oh my oh my if i would have prayed i would have taken part with her, with her sins that lady's sin hallelujah so so and also the prophets the pastors in terms of retaining membership in the church they pray what people want they don't enquire with the lord hallelujah oh you oh my god oh pa, pa, pro, prophet that, that that business is stuck uh, that that person is taking the money in from 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 me in that business but how was your dealing what kind of business you are doing have you given bribes in that business were you in corrupt means that means that god will not assist you in that business first of all repent and mend your ways oh my hallelujah so they started to like nowadays they say papa prophesy give me this they started to tell moses but moses was a intercessor moses was a man of god who would not who would not get pressurized by the demands of people but he would stay with god irrespective of how much ever people pray, place pressure on him so ministry is hearing i have always told you ministry is not satisfying the needs of people no 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 that will destroy you aaron was destroyed people demanded to build to have a god over them to lead them out <clears throat> to lead them ahead and and aaron was the one who built a golden calf and gave it to them so he was pressurized by the demands of people but moses is not like that moses is now saying that lord he's he's telling god and you everyone cannot speak with god like moses is speaking he has a stature with god right he is telling god have i have i give, give, given birth to this people is is are these my children are these not your children so he is having a intimate conversation with god everyone cannot have that conversation only people who are having that stature can talk like that with god so 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 don't think that you can go and talk that that way with god like moses did no 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 first attain the stature of moses moses was in high stature close connection with god okay let's not go into that uh but okay verse 13 where am i to get meat to give all this people for they weep all over me saying give us meat that we may eat i am not able to bear all this people alone because the burden is too heavy for me okay so now moses is saying i am not able to bear them how many 600000 families 600000 families i the burden their complaints their grievances are becoming too heavy lord please do something it's becoming too heavy it's draining me off lord verse 15 if you treat me like this please kill me here and now if i have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my wretchedness so moses is frustrated and he is not showing his frustration before people but he is showing his frustration before god god do something okay now listen to verse 16 so the lord said to moses listen to this gather to me 70 men of the elders of israel whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you then i will come down and take with you there i will take you take of the spirit that is upon you and will put the same on them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone so for someone to bear the burden and pray as a intercessor that person needs to have the anointing of the holy spirit write it down you cannot intercede without the holy spirit never you cannot 
intercede <coughs> without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, the Lord released a plan to Moses. What was the plan? The plan was, Moses, I will take the spirit that is upon you and transfer the spirit on 70 elders of Israel. So, to do that, bring them to the tabernacle of Moses. So, that is what I am saying. Moses had a spirit upon him. Moses had an anointing on him that could bear the burden of 600,000 families. Now, Moses is the Jesus of the Old Testament. I don't have time. I have already told that in my earlier sermons. That the law... The law that Moses got was the, not the law of God written by God. It was the law of Moses. Because the first time that Moses went up on the mountain, the first time, and God gave the tablets from heaven. It was not man-made tablets. God gave the tablets from heaven. And God wrote with his fingers the law. But what happened is, when Moses came down, he saw the people worshipping the golden calf. And because of the rebellious nature and resistance of the people of Israel, God could not, God's word could not directly come to him from him. So God wanted to destroy those people. But Moses said, no, don't destroy them. Don't destroy them. You blot out my name from the book, but don't destroy them. So God told, okay, if you are now ready to take the spiritual responsibility of these people, I will not speak to them directly. I will speak to them through you. So from that time, God shut off from Israel. And what Israel has is not the law of God, is only the law of Moses. Then God told Moses, come on the mountain for the second time. And second time, make stones, tablets of stones yourself and bring. And God told, whatever I say, you write it. So Moses wrote the Bible. Not God. Not the finger of God. Moses wrote it. And when Moses took the tablets and he was coming down from the mountain, his face was shining. So God's glory was not directly revealed to Israel. God's glory to Israel was revealed through the face of Moses. But Moses prophesied and he said, God will raise up from among you a prophet like me. Him you shall listen. That is Jesus. And in the New Testament, God reveals his uh, full glory and his full character through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, that, that is what I am tell, telling you. Moses is a type of Jesus in the Old Testament. Right? So, in the, in the New Testament, Jesus is that Moses who took the spiritual... God, do not destroy them. Don't send them to hell. I take their sins on my body. So, he took the... Jesus took the spiritual responsibility of you and me. Okay? So God punished, our, uh, released our punishment on Jesus' body. Okay? And that's why His blood, through His blood, we can seek God's mercy and we become children of God. And God's glory, real glory. Because Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. I am exact image of my Father. The glory that Jesus carried is the original glory of God. So God's glory is revealed through whom? Jesus Christ. So, that is what I am saying. Moses carried an anointing on him for 600,000 family. And Jesus carries an anointing on him for the people of the whole world. Whole world. 
<coughs> such a great burden placed on him on that cross so on the cross jesus did not only suffered physically the pain but he also suffered mentally and spiritually because the burden of the sin the burden of people are is very heavy moses was not able to carry that but jesus carried it he carried the burden of you and me he loves us so much amaya nokoto yorobo hallelujah are we understanding so moses you cannot you cannot intercede for people if you don't have the spirit on you you cannot intercede leave about nations you cannot even intercede for believers if you don't have the spirit on you for god to assign and delegate the work to others god said first of all before i give them share your burden with them before that happens i have to transfer your anointing to them why now listen to me listen to me listen to me carefully that anointing of the holy spirit upon moses he said that will transfer to 70 elders so they can share with the burden that moses carried so that means moses does not has to alone carry the burden there will be 70 others who will who will have a delegation of the people and moses burden will be eased okay you need the anointing of the holy spirit so that you do your ministry in alignment with god okay we will come to that later but listen to me now the 70 elders there is the, there is a difference between moses and the 70 elders we cannot say they are the same because they have the same spirit same anointing no 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 the anointing that the 70 elders received was the anointing of moses but the anointing that moses has is the anointing of god what i want to say is moses received the anointing directly from god by walking with god in obedience okay his his source is god the anointing has come from god but god told that i cannot anoint these 70 elders because these are rebellious creatures rebellious people they don't walk with me so because but because of the urgency urgent requirement in my kingdom let me transfer your anointing on them let me listen to me carefully let's go to verse 25 numbers chapter 11 verse 25 now stay with me okay <clears throat> then the lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took of the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the 70 elders and it happened when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied although they never did so again underline that although they never did so again so the gift of prophecy what was temporary hmm? it was temporary i will explain that to you but two men had remained in the camp the name of one was eldad and the name of the other was medad and the spirit rested upon them now they were among those listed but who had not gone out to the tabernacle yet they prophesied in the camp and a young man ran and told moses and said eldad and medad are prophesying in the camp listen to me so what was the instruction moses bring the 70 elders to the tabernacle of meeting i will meet up with you there and i will transfer your spirit on them anointing on them so he called he gave the notice to all the 70 elders but only 68 came two were missing two were sitting in their house okay but the bible says even they received the anointing when they were in their house eldad and medad now listen to me 
you are not even going to the church you are not on, even opening the bible you are not even praying you are sitting in your house yet you receive the anointing and you operate in gifts can that happen yes that can happen under certain circumstances hallelujah if if there is a urgent requirement of god and you are a casual christian god can even use you at that moment but that gift that anointing will not be yours it will come for you come on you on for temporary basis temporary basis and then will leave you that was the reason why king saul fell the anointing on him was temporary okay let me take you there first samuel chapter 10 hallelujah <coughs> first samuel chapter 10 and then we will come back to numbers <coughs> oh hallelujah and we will read from verse 1 okay listen carefully then samuel took a flask of oil poured it on his head and kissed him and said is it not because the lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance when you have departed from me today you will find two men by rachel's tomb in the territory of benjamin at zelza and they will say to you the donkeys which you went to look for have been found and now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you saying what shall i do about my son this is saul this is king saul right verse 3 then you shall go on forward from there and come to terebinth tree of tabor there three men going up to god at bethel will meet you one carrying three young goats another carrying three loaves of bread and another carrying a skin of wine okay first of all for uh saul was anointed with oil that is the physical significance that you are chosen by the lord but still he has not received the anointing from the spirit to sit on the on the throne of the king so samuel says after i have poured oil on you as a, as a as a ceremony signifying that god has chosen you but you have to go through certain processes so when you are going from here at the tree of terebinth what what will happen is terebinth tree what will happen is three men going up to the house of god will meet you one will be carrying young goats one will be carrying three loaves of bread and another will be carrying a skin of wine that means these are priests ministering in the house of god okay the young goat is to have a sacrifice at the altar the wine is for uh, the wine and the bread is to keep in the holy place of the tabernacle these three men are priest and the bible says samuel said to him they will give you bread so receive bread from them so for saul to occupy his kingly throne first of all he had to be introduced and take part in the priesthood ministry eat from the bread of the priest that is what happens to a believer when you become a believer god introduces to you to the ministry of intercession the first ministry that the believer should have has is the ministry of intercession the ministry of priesthood okay so the bread they were carrying saul took from the bread that means he took part of the ministry of the priesthood that is the ministry of intercession verse 4 and they will greet you and give you the two loaves of bread which you shall receive from them and after that you shall come to the hill of god where the philistine garrison is and it will happen when you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument a tambourine a flute and a harp 
before them and they will be prophesying then the spirit of the lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man so after introducing him to priesthood samuel told go ahead you will meet a group of prophets they will be prophesying when you go inside their group and fellowship with them their spirit will come upon you and you will prophesy and then after that you can he can occupy the kingly throne so in the beginning for saul to sit on the throne what god did is god gave him the anointing which be, belonged to others came upon saul abhi understanding he was anointed with the anointing of the priest he was anointed with the anointing of the prophets to start the ministry but what happened is he himself he started to enjoy the anointing little that he knew that that anointing he has not he has not gained by walking with the lord there is a anointing that you can have directly from god but there is a anointing that you can operate which will be the anointing of men and god gives it to you under certain circumstances are we understanding so let me not go into that is the reason why king saul fell because he did not walk with god and developed his own anointing he received the anointing that he received it was from others and he lost it okay because he started to enjoy the anointing because he did not knew the process he did not knew the process of getting the anointing nowadays many people operate under someone else's anointing bypassing the process listen to me now bypassing the process so these people who operate in the gifts i know people i know my friends in ministry they don't even open the bible yet they operate in the prophetic gift because they are in submission to a father figure and they pay them tithes and they treat that person as god a a a, a famous prophet i don't want to take his name a man under a famous prophet you know what he said on international television that man that man is a pastor under under the famous prophet and that man said uh, i tried the spirit of jesus the holy spirit it never worked for me but when i tried the spirit of my father the prophet it started to work for me this is what he said on international television listen to me i am not saying operating under others anointing listen to me do you know benihin had come to india i was not even a christian at that time but i have heard stories when he came to india in mumbai in my city i stay in mumbai and when he had come to india the crusade in that crusade millions of people had come in that crusade and many were healed so after he went away from india he went back from india what happened is the nominal churches which never experienced revival okay people the unbelievers from that crusade ground started to join churches at that time after benny benihin left india and what used to happen is those dry churches were revived the pastor will just say hallelujah from the pulpit and people's crooked hands started to become straight in mumbai it never happened in mumbai all the churches such miracles started to manifest but that revival existed only for 5 to 6 months and after that everything was back to normal the churches were again dry what was that that was the anointing upon pastor benihin the the anointing that that man carries is for nations is for cities 
a general of God. Are we understanding? And the pastor on the pulpit in the churches, they will think, oh my God, we are being used by God. You know Maurice Sarello? How many of you know that man, Maurice Sarello? That man went to South Africa. And because the crowd was too big, he released the pastors of South Africa in the crowd. And when this pastor who never performed any healing, never operated on the, under the anointing, when they, when they went in the crowd, they were raising the dead in the crowd, these pastors. Then what happened? Maurice Sarello went back to US. And the pastors came back to square one. Because the anointing in which they operated was the anointing of Maurice Sarello. Are we, are we understanding? Hallelujah. Oh my. But my, my believers, believers, I, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am trying to explain you what is happening here in Numbers chapter 11. These 70 elders have received from the anointing of Moses and they are operating not under the anointing of God but under the anointing of Moses. Are we understanding now? Okay? I can, I can take up 10 casual boys who don't even read the Bible but they are Christians. They are Christians. And make them stand in the crusade ground and ask God, Lord, work through them and God will work through them. Because they will be under, under, the, under the anointing of someone else who has walked with God. Okay? Now, this doctrine has become a, a, a issue of idol worship. Oh my, oh my, oh my. But I, I am here to teach you not to operate under my anointing. I am here to teach you, walk with God and acquire your own anointing. Walk with Him. Go with Him. Fulfill the law of sacrifices. Sacrifice, obedience. And you will receive your own. Maya mana rakatiara. Oh Lord. So, so, so are we now understanding? Oh my God. <coughs> so, that is what I told you. A person eating burgers and chips, not even praying, can receive the anointing and operate in miracles, signs, wonders, prophecy, see things about people because it's an urgent requirement of God. But the Bible says, although they never did so again. So, the, the lazy Christians like Eldad and Medad can operate under the anointing temporarily. Tempor temporarily. Oh my God, my tongue is twisting with this word. Because, <laughs> because of urgent requirements in the kingdom. So, it's a temporary anointing. It's a temporary gift you will operate in. And after you are operating in fire, you are praying on people, demons are coming out and all those things, you are operating under, under that kind of anointing and when you go back home, you again have the craving to switch on the TV, order some burgers and chips from McDonald's and again become dry. Hallelujah. I pray that God will raise us up. I pray that God will raise every believer in this meeting who is hearing this message as a general of God who will carry an anointing of God over them for nations. That was the anointing on Charles Finney. He used to travel in the train. Charles Finney. And he did not even preach. But people will start crying and repenting. Anointing. Oil. Hallelujah. And that does not come like that. That is the evidence of blood and sacrifice that the person, the person has made on the altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I always tell you, the Bible says the apostles were the powerful men of Jesus who shook, who turned the world upside down. 
it was not because prayer life is not the secret their knowledge and their education is not the secret to their anointing they they became apostles and they functioned in those high anointings you know why because the apostles left everything behind for jesus peter never again it is mentioned that peter went back to the family they left everything literally everything their sacrifice for was very high for god to ignore them and god had to give them the oil on their head amane shamana kata ya rabba oh my god hallelujah believers are not taught to sacrifice for god hallelujah if there is one one drop of rain comes down from heaven you say i don't want to go to church it's raining oh my there is no evidence of sacrifice hallelujah Oh that is I am not feeling good I am feeling uh, very tired tonight I will not sit for the prayer meeting There is no evidence of sacrifice Hallelujah Hallelujah Okay let's go ahead <coughs> You can operate under a man's anointing by skipping the process of sanctification and consecration and that is what is happening Men of God I I am not saying they started off Uh, with wicked things they started off nicely they sacrificed and now when they got the anointing they are teaching people to be under their anointing i will be a father to you you have to stay under my ministry under my anointing eat from my table and that is how that person that father figure that man of god figure becomes greater than god in people's life by the way that is the work of lucifer that he did let me not go there Okay he traded the souls of people in the world that was before Adam I have preached the sermon if you want the ancient kingdom of Tyre I have told there that Lucifer was the high priest of the of the race of human beings that existed before Adam and that is what he used to do in that race from scripture the ancient kingdom of Tyre that is on our YouTube ministry channel you can check out that okay to dev uh, okay the next is to develop your own anointing you need to walk with god in consecration and obedience okay hallelujah so after explaining this point so are we understanding for us for us to intercede even to intercede for people we need to have the anointing for them to share the burden of moses they need to have the anointing and what god told is they are not eligible to receive my anointing directly from me so moses your anointing i will transfer on them so that they can share the burden with you okay now let's go ahead in numbers chapter 11 verse 29 after this we will pray numbers chapter 11 verse 29 okay let's you read from verse 30 <coughs> 1130 and moses returned to the camp and he and the elders of israel now a wind went out from the lord and it brought quail from the sea and left them fluttering near the camp about a day's journey on this side and about a day's journey on the other side all around the camp and about 2 cubits above the surface of the of the ground and the people stayed up all that day all night and all the next day and gathered the quail <laughs> they you you they cannot sit for one hour sermon but for the meat all day all night they are waiting for the meat oh the meat is coming meat is coming oh my money is coming oh my breakthrough is coming oh my car is coming oh my bungalow is coming <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> so all day that day all night and all the next day next day also they did not sleep 
How many of you have done night prayer? I used to have night prayer in my church. And I and my pastor were the only two people who used to do the night prayer. The church had a congregation of 90 people. But no one used to come for night prayer. Hallelujah. But you say that we are going out for camping in the night and we will see movies. The whole church will come for that. The whole church. <laughs> so these people are cribbing. Oh my God. May God have mercy on us. May God have mercy on the church and raise people of stature like Moses in Jesus name. Okay, listen to me. And people stayed up all that day, all night and all the next day and gathered the quail. He who gathered least gathered 10 homers and they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. So two days they did not even sleep because meat is coming and the meat came and they gathered the meat, they gathered the meat, they gathered the meat. Okay, verse 33. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against the people. And the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So he called the name of the place Kibroth Hataba because there they buried the people who had yielded to the craving. Okay, underline that. There they buried the people who had yielded to the craving. That is the craving of the flesh. From Kibroth Hataba, the people moved to Hazaroth and camped at Hazaroth. Okay, this is what I want to tell you from this scripture. This is what I want to tell you from this. When you want to receive God's blessing for the satisfaction of your flesh and of your self. When you want to receive God's blessing for the satisfaction of your flesh and of yourself. The, that blessing works as a curse for you. Listen, write it down. Let me repeat that. When you want to receive God's blessing for the satisfaction of your flesh and of yourself, that blessing works as a curse for you and me. Hallelujah. God's blessing, God's hand is not to satisfy and fulfill my, my agenda, my wants. He will bless me so that I can work well in his company and fulfill my job till that extent and under that limits he will bless me I know the earth belongs to the Lord and everything in it but everything he has not assigned to me whatever is assigned to me for the benefit of his kingdom he will give me and if I ask God and receive from God not because not, not for myself and for my flesh but because of his kingdom needs that blessing will remain as a blessing and it will give me joy are we understanding? That's why people receive jobs from God. They come and come on the church pulpit testify. I prayed for a job. I received a job. And after testifying that for one year, they disappear from the church. Because that job became a curse for their spiritual life. Their intention was not right. I want the anointing brother Rahul. Pray for me. I want to do ministry. Why? Many of, many of the people nowadays get into ministry looking at others. They see some prophet traveling in Lamborghini, buying Ferrari. And they think when they become a servant of God and the anointing increases, they will be like them. So they don't come in the ministry with a crucified flesh, with a heart surrendered to God. Do, Lord, let you, whatever you want me to do, I am sold out to you. Not like that. They come to mimic someone else. 
they want the anointing of god for their own agenda their ministry is their own agenda not god's agenda and that anointing later becomes a curse for them many of them fall in scandals many of them are destroyed many of them die early many of them after doing ministry their family is separated in the past few days i have heard news men used by god internationally left their wives left their children family scattered oh my oh my if that happens and still they plant a new church after that no god wants me to do ministry god loves me my god you started off with a intention which was not which was of the flesh these people wanted meat and god told moses i will give them meat but oh my but i will give uh, okay let me let me let me numbers let me go to a verse numbers chapter 11 <coughs> oh my god numbers chapter 11 <coughs> numbers chapter 11 let's go from let's read from verse 18 then you shall say to the people consecrate yourself for tomorrow and you shall eat meat for you have wept in the hearing of the lord saying who will give us meat to eat for it was well with us in egypt therefore the lord will give you meat and you shall eat you shall eat not one day not two days nor five days nor 10 days nor 20 days but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you because you have despised the lord who is among you and have wept before him saying why did we ever come out of egypt and moses said the people whom i whom i am among are 600000 men on foot yet you have said i will give them meat that they may eat for a whole month shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to provide enough for them or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to provide enough for them and the lord said to moses has the lord's arm been shortened now you shall see whether what i have what i say will happen to you or not so moses went out and told the people the words of the lord hallelujah so god said you want meat i will give you meat but you will keep on eating meat till it comes out of comes out of your nostrils hallelujah when we ask god a blessing to fulfill our selfish desire it becomes destruction for us that's why prayer has to be done right asking has to be done right and it it has to be done in a you see that is why for intercession you need to have the anointing now moses after he heard god what the bible says in verse 24 moses went to the people and told whatever the lord told him to tell okay so so what 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 does that mean that means that uh, that moses ministry was in alignment with god's agenda moses did what the lord told him because he was under the anointing if he was under the flesh he would not work in alignment with god listen to me god cannot speak and use people who are in the flesh why because god let me take let let us for instance for example in our imagination take out moses from the scene and place a person from israel who operates in the flesh who does not has the spirit of god upon him and if god says to that person you know i will feed the people till the time the food the meat comes out of their nostrils and i will do this do this the person will not go to people and tell whatever god has to the person will start resisting god 
God, no, you should not do this. The, so God cannot work with a person who resists his plan. God cannot work with a person. Listen to me. God will not wait for you. Do you know that? God did not wait for the people in Israel, for the people of Israel. He had to go into Canaan. And the people rejected the land of Canaan when when the 12 spies of Israel went into Canaan, they brought a bad report. Except Joshua and Caleb. They said, no, we can have the land. God has given it to us. But whole Israel rebelled and they said, no, the people of Canaan are like giants and we are like grasshoppers. We cannot possess the land. But God wanted to go to Canaan. So he left the people of Israel in the wilderness to die. And he moved ahead with two people, Joshua and Caleb. So here is God. He is moving ahead. If you stop in between, he will not stop for you. He will not weep on you. He will move ahead with people who can align to his agenda. And other people who cannot align to his voice will be left behind like the people of Israel. So we need to align our mind with the agenda of God in each and every day, on each and every day and every season and move where God is taking us. After some days, God is not in the wilderness. God is in Canaan. Hallelujah. And you are in the wilderness. You are talking about going back to Egypt. Oh my. So that's why you cannot do any work of the Lord without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one which will keep you aligned with the will of God, with God's agenda. And in, in doing that, you will not be a hindrance to God's plan. You will not be a hindrance. I don't keep people with me in ministry who are in the flesh. I cannot keep them. They will be a disaster for the ministry of God that God gave me. The people around me are filled with the Spirit. They are aligned with, with God's heart. Otherwise, I, if I keep people in the flesh around me, they will always resist God's plan. Oh my, hallelujah. We will pray, people of God. Tonight we will pray for some points. Hallelujah. <coughs> we pray, we pray for the anointing. And we, we, we pray for a life that Lord, you make my life like that. That you cannot, you will not be ignore, able to ignore my life. You have to give attention to me and pour out your oil on me. Hallelujah. It's not about asking and you not getting. It's it, you are not getting because you have not gone there. You have not reached there. That's why you don't get. Hallelujah. And tonight uh, we, we will pray God increase our spiritual stature. Lord increase our hunger and thirst for you. Lord I pray that you revive your people tonight. That the hunger for prayer... Uh, and the thirst for prayer and for your word to spend time with you to serve you whatever small things even if it is a if it is a job of going and opening the church door and cleaning the chair be faithful be faithful in the small things so that he will be able to assign you bigger things when you are not faithful in the small things big things can, cannot come to you hallelujah and i tell you man cannot ordain you it is god who chooses people from heaven Hallelujah. I pray that your focus will shift. That you will not please men, but you will please God. Even in this meeting, you are not joining for me. You are not joining to show your faces to me. You are coming here because you want to please God. You are coming here because God wants to train you in this school of the spirit. In this school on the mountain. Because God want to, wants to equip you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray. 
Father God, I pray that you will raise up men and women of stature in this place. That they will be able to, uh, they will be able to take in the anointing of intercession, the anointing of the prophetic, the anointing of the end time warrior, the anointing of the apostles. That Allah Rabo Shabbatakarabalakazi anturabo, Reba Layarabalakazi Arabalakansi anturabolobo. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Listen to me. Listen to me. Always remember that that no one is born a prophet. You don't. You are not born. The calling can be there upon you from your mother's womb, but you are not born a prophet. You are not born an apostle. Hallelujah! God is not unjust. When you start in His kingdom, you start from scratch, and then you move up the ladder by your sacrifice and obedience. Okay, if some people believe in some people who say that when I was born from a from my childhood I was a prophet, no, 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 and they quote Jeremiah chapter one, the call of God was upon Jeremiah, and Jeremiah was introduced to a life of consecration when the call was upon him. So when he lives that kind of life, the call was upon John, but he did not minister from his childhood, but there was a way of life introduced for John. That John, you should stay in the wilderness. You should not mingle around with people. And he submitted to the process, and he became the greatest prophet who used to stay in the wilderness. Hallelujah! So you cannot be born a prophet without the process. You can be called a prophet from your mother's womb. You can be called an apostle from your mother's womb. But you got to go through the school of the spirit, and then God has to take you up the ladder and approve you in that office. Hallelujah! No calling in the body of Christ is a gift. Callings have to be attained to. Offices have to be attained to. Hallelujah! Calling is not a gift. Callings have to be attained to. And Ephesians chapter four verse say, one says, "Live a life worthy of your call." And tonight I pray. Tonight pray for ourselves. Pray for yourself that Lord, I want to live a life worthy of my call.